Hi, everybody. It's 2018, the first Danger Hour of 2018. Look at that, making history. And as my favorite teacher in high school, my history teacher, he had history written on the board real big, and he goes, welcome to history. If you look over here, the word history, if you break that down, it's his story. That's right, we're telling stories from the past, apparently from all men. The perspective of men, which is the best perspective. <laughs> but not anymore, because if you watch the Golden Globes, you know uh, the times, they are a-changing. And not for the better, if you've got a penis. That's right, it's open season. They're hunting you down. You know what? I've never uh, sexually fondled, groped, uh, raped, or pillaged any woman, and still I felt guilty watching that show. <laughs> they kept like... You men, the, the times are changing and you men have lost your power. It's like, oh shit, what'd I do? I didn't do anything. <laughs> I felt guilty, like I did something wrong. They were scolding all of us. Jeez. But I mean, it was really cute to see all those girls up there acting like whatever they were saying mattered or like anybody cared or anything would change. Oh, let them have their moment. Let them go and stand on that stage like a big girl with their, with their pretty black dress in the defiance. Look at them uniting in protest. Aw, oh, look at them. They're so cute. <laughs> if you're female right now listening, I'm just fucking with you. Oh, I bet you're furious. I bet you're like teasing your hair and rolling your eyes and chewing bubble gum, right? Oh, my God. How could I even say that stuff? Why do you listen to him? He's fucking stupid. I'm just messing around. It is pretty crazy, man, that you're, uh, you know, you hear about stuff that happened in the past, his story, I mean, history, and uh, you're right now, you're actually living in a moment that's going to be looked back on as, uh, you know, that radical time where women stood up and they didn't take no shit no more, you know, it's pretty crazy. There's those defining moments in, in the past, and this is one of them. When I'm a grandfather and I'm talking to my, I have my little grandkids sitting on my knee. And when they ask me about the women's revolt, I'll say, I was there. I remember it very clearly. It was 2017. It all started when the president Trump, you know, that guy that got assassinated all those years ago. Well, he, he said, I'll grab him by the pussy. And boy, they didn't like that too much. And this other guy named Weinstein, he did lots of bad things to those, to, to those pussies. And oh boy, they sure did not like him. And that's why it all started there and it just escalated. And then the Golden Globes, they all stood up. And oh God, it, you, it was something to see. And speaking of Golden Globes, some of those globes sure were golden. <laughs> oh God, see I had, I had to ruin it. I was so close. To teaching my grandkids a good lesson, and I've, and I've fucked it all up. All right. Well, that's what you, that's, you know, that's the lesson to be learned. 
don't leave your kids alone with the grandparents longer than like uh, maybe 43 seconds because uh, eventually it'll get inappropriate. All right, uh, 2018. Oh boy, so far it's been a very bad year for me. Oh my God, James, it's only the first week of January and you're already so dramatic. Look, I'm one of those people that, that separates my life by years, okay? Now, I, and I look at the whole of 2017, and I, and I judge my life based on that one segment in time. And so far, this segment has not been kind to me. <laughs> I had that fucking stomach bug, man. The first uh, few days of this year. And boy, oh boy, it was not cool. I didn't know it was a thing being passed around. I think I was one of the first ones because I didn't hear about anyone having it before me. It just suddenly hit me. And it took me down. Oh, God. I didn't eat anything in particular. You know, I, whatever I ate, my, my family also ate. So I, didn't, I don't know what happened. But one day, oh, <laughs> one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. So it can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day I was uh, driving around during work in a not very favorable city. And I had to suddenly shit. Oh boy. That's never a great feeling. But I had to complete some work before I had to take my shit. And so I had to, <laughs> I had to hold it. Believe me, it wasn't an option. I had to do something. It had to be done. So I had to wait. So I'm holding it and I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And if you, well, yeah, I guess I didn't say the name of the city. I don't want to say the name of the city so I, I won't offend anyone that potentially lives there. But it rhymes with Onoma, California. <laughs> now there's not very many places that are clean and nice to take shits. So I didn't know what to do. I finally realized that there's a brand new Starbucks they opened up. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go over there. It's about 11.30 a.m. Who the hell is going to be at a Starbucks at 11.30 a.m.? There's not some kind of lunchtime rush. It's coffee, right? So I get over there, and it turns out I was right. There was like maybe three cars in the parking lot. Now, this Starbucks in particular, I've never seen this before. It had only a walk-up window. That's right. There was no inside you can sit in or anything, but they had a large outdoor patio. And out of all the tables and chairs, there was only two girls, very attractive girls, might I add. <laughs> oh my God, James, we just had a whole conversation about women's empowerment and you're already talking about them based on looks and you're just demeaning them. Listen, it's shut up. Okay. Cool your tits. It's important to the story. There's two good-looking girls having a conversation, I'd say in their early 20s, and they happen to be sitting right in front of the bathroom door. I'm talking a couple feet from the door. Of all the tables, of all the bathrooms, and all the coffee shops in the world, she had to be sitting in front of mine. Uh, yeah, so I noticed that the door needed a code to punch in to walk in. Now, I, I fancy that instead of taking that fucking key. I've already discussed that in past episodes. So I'm waiting for that dumbass woman. Yep. There's a theme tonight. 
She's totally ignoring me inside. I'm trying to get her attention. I'm like, come on, keep it together, James. Don't lose it, buddy. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. And uh, after it seems like fucking five minutes, they finally come to the window. Even after I'm like, and they kind of like wave me off, like, hold on. Even though they're, they're not doing much of importance from what it appears. She comes to the window. Can I have, yeah. It's like, yeah, can I get the, the code to the bathroom? Oh, it's far, five, blah, 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 blah. So I go to the bathroom and uh, one of the girls looks at me because I'm in my work uniform. And uh, as I'm walking up, they're both like, just like going on and on. They're having this most incredible conversation you've ever heard in your life, right? And I go in the bathroom, have my little code, walk in, um, lock the deadbolt, put the paper, the ass gasket down, and I unload. All right. The fury is unleashed. The war scene emerges below me. <laughs> and the whole time I can hear them outside. Back and forth, back and forth. And they're having a great time. And I'm like, all right. Hopefully they can't hear me because, uh, you know, I'm not making a whole bunch of noise. But I guess if you're really listening, you can hear something. But anyway, so while I'm in there, all of a sudden I hear because I'm in there and then I hear the girl outside all the way oh someone's in there and I'm like fuck so not only is someone trying to come in but the two girls outside are aware and conscious of that I'm in here (laughs) which kind of disturbs me so it's running on like 10 minutes at this point. And I was like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta get the fuck out of here. It's been too long. And then a little bit later, doot, 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 doot. again, oh, someone's in there. I was like, fuck. Now it's even more of a scene because not just one person's trying to come in, multiple people, I'm assuming. Because in my detective skills, if it was the same person, she wouldn't have to say someone's in there twice. <laughs> So, it's two different people. Now, there's a tension drawn on me. Now, these broads are babbling away outside the door, but obviously they keep they know that I'm in here still, which makes it even more fucking weird. So, I'm like, "All right, I'm getting out of here now. I'm going to pinch it off." Uh, you know, I'm just I'm cutting ties. I clean up the fucking assassination down below down beneath me. And uh as soon as I'm about to pull my pants up, uh-oh, round 2 immediately. So I, I sit down again, put a brand new ass gasket in case you were wondering. <laughs> Are this, is this too many details for you? A little too graphic? Well, it's a danger hour, motherfucker. And now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Giacho! So I go round two. Now, at, when I'm finally done, it's been about 20 minutes, okay? Now, this fucking toilet on top of it doesn't take down all... <laughs> All the ass gasket and toilet paper, even though it's an industrial strength toilet, right? So I have to flush like six times for everything to go down. I wash my hands. Now, keep in mind, the whole time I'm in there, they're having a great conversation. They're just babbling the whole fucking time. As soon as I'm washing my hands and I'm getting like the the paper towels, I don't hear anything out there. I'm like, oh, thank God they left. Now I can exit. (laughs) and no one will be the wiser. As soon as I open the door, they're fucking both staring at me. (laughs) 
dead silence. One of them has to physically turn her body to look at me. That's how much effort was put into this shit. And there's, and there's a guy standing on the side with his arms on a bar top waiting for me to come out, apparently. He wasn't facing me. Then I had to take the walk of shame. Ah! Uh. The next few days, I was uh, incapacitated. Now, the next few days, I was just laying on the couch all fucked up and feeling not too good. So that's how my year's been going so far, folks. Hope yours has been better. Now, it turns out that uh, since, since then, a lot of people I know said they've gotten hit by that bug. I was like, oh, shit. Well, I'm glad I got it over with. And it's, and it's out, of, out of my system. So, yeah, on New Year's Day, I was watching the Rose Parade on the couch. <laughs> Who watches the Rose Parade? It's like, you know what I've realized about myself? I, I like to be annoyed and I like to be angry. That's why I watch the Golden Globes. That's why I watch the Rose Parade. Because it makes me angry on so many levels. And I don't know why. It, it, do I like, uh, am I one of those like sadomasochist type people? Do I like the pain? Oh, what a surprise. Next up, we have uh, Pasadena High School's marching band, and they're the winner of the... Blah, 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 blah. Oh, let's look at the colors and the flowers. And if you didn't know, it took them approximately... Blah, 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 there's 14,000 tons of rosaleas on... Oh, it's fucking dreadfully dull. But I don't know why I like to be angry and watch it anyway. <laughs> I don't get it, dude. I'm, I'm broken in many different ways. And then I, I bitch and complain, and Natalie would be like, she wasn't there. She was outside. You know what my wife's new thing is? She's, uh, she's really into these things called, uh, oh, fuck, now I just gave you what they're called. Uh, come on. Little desert plants. Cute little desert plants. Um, succulents. <laughs> it sounds erotic, huh? Do you have any more succulents? Yeah, she's into succulents. So she's out, uh, she's like, I call her crazy plant lady now. She's outside. It's very therapeutic for her, I guess. She's out there all the time for hours. <laughs> Planting and pruning and, and uh, uh, you know, the whole thing. So I'm in there slowly dying on the couch, angry and talking shit, on, you know, on the, <laughs> about the rose parade. And she's out there actually enjoying life. <laughs> And she's like, why don't you watch it if you're so angry? I'm like, because I like being angry. You're not making any sense. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> well, this, this whole podcast has been a bunch of babbling so far. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, anyway, so, but the, the, the flip side of this is that I'm, I'm back on my health kick. <laughs> Hashtag new year, new me. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, you know. I, I really went off the rails. I had my, um, if you guys listen to the show, you know that I had a goal set for June of last year when I, my wife and I went to Hawaii. Uh, I had my fitness goal. Fitness dig up your ass. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So mature, James. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, had, <laughs> I had a goal to get into shape. I had my target to weight. And I met my target. And after the Hawaii trip, I also had another goal to climb Mount Whitney in October, which I also accomplished. But since then, dude, I haven't done jack shit. And I, I put on like, let's see, how much weight did I gain? 
Uh, I'll tell you this. For Hawaii, I was like 185, 190, and I was way fucking skinny. Uh, after, dude, after Whitney, I didn't do jack shit, and I gained, I think I was 190 for Mount Whitney. Uh, I weighed myself a couple weeks ago, and I was almost 210. Can you believe that shit? I went off the rails that much. I was drinking, eating, enjoying the holidays like a fat fuck. And uh, just not having a care in the world, not doing any exercising, nothing. And uh, whoa, boy, I'm letting it get out of hand. So I'm like, just wait. At the first of the year, I'm going to get it all turned around, okay? I'm going to do it, I swear. I'm going to stop being disgusted with myself once again. And, uh, you know, then I had the fucking stomach bug and I was on the couch for two days. But I'm happy to report so far I'm down 10 pounds. Look at me. Uh, I'm 200 pounds right now. I got 10 more pounds to my goal, which isn't too bad. But I'm going to start hitting it pretty hard. Uh, that's <laughs> And that's your update for my life so far, 2018. Wasn't that fucking fascinating? All right, let's uh, let's uh, talk about 2017, shall we? Because I know you guys are all dying to hear about my input. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do this shit every year. I somewhat enjoy it. It might be getting old, but you know what? I don't fucking care. All right, let's uh, let's first talk about movies. So uh, every year I look back on you know on the whole year as a reflection, and I see uh, you know what uh, what was uh, people's state of minds. In 75 years, when they open the time capsule and listen back on the show, they're going to say, wow, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't know what people watched in 2017. And, uh, you know, I'm just like I said earlier, I'm a broadcaster. I just report what goes on in the world through my eyes. And hopefully uh, you get a little chuckle or two out of it. So here we go. Uh, Should we do top 13? I like that number. Number 13, Coco. I got to tell you, I love that movie. I told my dad to watch it. My dad hates everything. <laughs> and I go, hey, you know what? I think you're going to like that movie Coco. Ah, you think so? I, you know, I kind of want to see that movie. And I'm thinking like, there's probably a good chance he's going to hate this because it's a, you know animated movie. But he wound up seeing it. Hey, that was a pretty good movie. <laughs> Real good. So uh, my dad approves. Go figure. Number 12, The Fate of the Furious. Wow. Uh, I think I might be happy to report that I have never seen anything past Too Fast, Too Furious. I'll take it back. I saw part five and laughed the whole time. (laughs) I think maybe Nature Boy was over and we watched it with my wife and she got pissed off because we wouldn't shut up because we're talking shit about it the whole time. Uh, Number 11. Ooh, probably top three favorites for me logan ah fucking amazing i bought the blu-ray there's also a a, uh, black and white version on there it's pretty goddamn effective highly recommended number 10 justice league i thought this was a fun ride a lot of people shit on it and i understand why but uh you know i think it's worth checking out anyway specifically for the scene where all i'm gonna say is Superman turns his eyeball and spots the Flash. That alone is like a nerdgasm times 10. That scene. Woo! If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. 
All right, number nine, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. That title alone should tell you that I didn't go watch this piece of shit. <laughs> Welcome to the Jungle. It's so fucking dumb. You know what? The Rock, I know he's charismatic and people like him, but he does not make good movies. <sighs> fucking Leto. Leto's so far up the Rock's asshole, I can't tell where he ends and the Rock begins. It's like a kid with another kid on his shoulders and they're wearing a trench coat. That's, that's what's going on there. Rock. Oh, great. Okay, so number eight, uh, Despicable Me 3. Shocking. These movies have uh, been extremely successful. I liked the first one a lot. I used to watch it with my kids all the time and I never got tired of it. It's fucking great. The second one, I'm, I haven't really seen it all the way through. I really don't know why, but what from what I've seen, I think it was good. Uh, all right, I had to give that one another look. But uh, apparently, uh, you know, that's a trilogy now. Pick up me three, and uh, that's all you got to know, I guess. <laughs> Number seven, Thor Ragnarok. I thought this movie was a little overrated, but I thought it was pretty fucking cool. Also, I don't think it was as great as everyone made it to be, but. Uh, Still a solid movie. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I feel about Thor. You know, spoiler alert. I don't know how I feel about him cutting his hair. I guess that was in the trailer. And then losing his hammer. You know, you've sort of taken everything away from the character that made it Thor. He took his fucking... He took his hammer away. And his helmet has never been there. And he took his long hair. <laughs> All right. I guess Marvel knows what they're doing. Number six, It. Some people shit on this one too, but I thought it was great. I had a blast. So we took the kids to the theater. That's right. Parents of the year. And it was extremely entertaining. Number five, Spider-Man Homecoming. Solid movie. I just watched it recently on the Blu-rays. And uh, it's one of those movies that you can take your children to. And everyone will enjoy it. Michael Keaton, though. Possibly the best thing of the movie. How surprising is that, huh? Uh, oh, I can't wait for Avengers Infinity War. It's going to be fantastic. Well, you assume so with Marvel's track record. Uh, number four. This was probably, uh, you know what? I fucking love this movie. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. These are, the I think, my favorite Marvel movies. They're just so, they're just so darn fun. I love them. Super fun times. Uh, okay, next up, number three, Wonder Woman's. Oh, God. How beautiful is that lady? The Wonder Woman's. Oh, my God, James. Here we go again. Strictly basing the movie on a woman's looks. All the rest of the movies had nothing to do with the way someone looks, James. But this one did, James. But this one did. I'm just simply stating... You know what? I don't give a fuck what you say. She's hot as hell. And it was a cool movie. Wasn't amazingly great, but it was a solid movie. And she's fucking hot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Number two. Ooh, another hottie. Well, I wouldn't say hot. I'd say uh, beautiful girl. Beauty and the beast. That's right. They even called her beautiful in the title of the movie. She played beauty. And her name was Hermione. 
Uh, I forgot her real name. Who cares? Uh, this movie was pretty fucking stupid, but somewhat entertaining. I still won't. I don't think I'll ever forget that. <laughs> I took my sister to watch this movie and a lady next to us made a face at me because I started laughing during the Beast's solo emo performance in the castle. <laughs> I started laughing and she looked at me and scowled at me like I like I just like I was in church and I made a dick joke. That's how she looked at me. All right, and the number one top-rated movie, or uh, most popular, money-making, all of that stuff. Star Wars, The Last Jedi. That's right, the Star Wars. Oh, boy, did a lot of people shit on this one. I thought it was pretty fucking cool. Super, there's like five fucking nerdgasms in this movie. I don't understand why people shit on this one so much. I mean, I don't, and I don't understand why they hold the classic trilogy with such high regard and they think nothing else that is made can compare. Those movies are great, but there's still a lot of dumb shit about them. <laughs> uh, I just watched them all recently when I was on the couch with my stomach bug. I watched all the Star Warses and I enjoyed every one of them, but I still happen to notice all the stupid shit about them. <laughs> really, people, calm down with these new ones. They're not that bad. There's some cool shit and there's some dumb shit, just like the original movies, okay? So, uh, so, so cool, cool your tits. All right, that was movies. Now let's go on to, uh, oh, this is going to be exciting. Let's do the billboard. Top of the charts for 2017. This is the time in the show where I really illustrate how out of touch I am by not knowing any of these fucking songs. <laughs> All right, once again, top 13. Let's start with number 13. Uh, what, XO Tour Life Lift 3? <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert, yeah. All right, let's see what this guy's got to offer. Here we go. Oh, your friends are dead, huh? Maybe you should join them because this is terrible. Hey, <laughs> all right, let's uh, move right along. That was great. Yeah, Uzi Vert. Stupid. Oh, I don't like to look at this guy. Uh, I don't even like looking at his fat face. How about that? His name is uh, DJ, was it Khalid? Khalid? Kaled? <laughs> Featuring Justin Bieber. Oh, now I'm, now I'm interested. All right, here's DJ Kaled. Oh, God. Fuck off. You, let me guess. Was he the one in the background going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, man. This is painful. I never heard that song in my life. All right. Next one. Uh, let's see. Say you won't let go. I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. 
by James Arthur. Well, he's got a good name. So let's see what this douchebag sounds like. God, someone give him a hug already. <laughs> oh, how sad are how sad is he? Jesus Christ. You know what? There's nothing worse than a guy that's like begging a woman to stay with him. You know? Oh, don't leave me. Say you won't let go. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right, next up is congratulations. Congratulations to me for listening to this fucking nonsense. Uh, Post Malone featuring Quavo. Never heard of any of these words. This is what it's come to, huh? <laughs> I, re- I really do not like any of this music um, not because I'm a contrarian and trying to be like an asshole but it just does not sound good to me at all at all I'd, I'd be honest with you if it sounded good but I just I just don't I don't hear it I'm sorry alright Imagine Dragons believer well hey Imagine Dragons why don't you make me a believer hope this isn't shitty like the rest of them I've heard that one many times. Uh, just, you know, it's all over the place. That one's not that bad. I can I can deal with that one. I would never buy it. I would never purposely put it on. But it doesn't uh, make me cringe like the other ones. <laughs> all right, next one. Uh, oh, this guy looks like a major douche. Sam Hunt. Brother of Mike. Yeah, I think it's Mike Hunt. Mike Hunt, brother. What was that, James? Mike Hunt. Say that again, James. Mike Hunt. I'm sorry, James. Once more. What's his name? Mike Hunt. I mean, I'm clearly saying Mike Hunt. I mean, what is the issue here? You don't understand when I say Mike Hunt? Maybe shoot your ears cleaned out. All right, next up, uh, Sam Hunt, Mike's brother. Body like a back road. I don't even know what that means. Kind of sounds sexy. Here we go. Let's see what this guy's got to offer. Like her on 
I got it. There ain't no curves like her in them downtown streets. She's got a body like a back road. <laughs> well, Sam, I hope you aren't using the back door. Because <laughs> it's dirty back there. All right. Next up is called Closer. The Chainsmokers featuring Halsey. I don't know what that is, but uh, all right. Let's see what they got to say. Yeah, I've actually heard that one too. Uh, Natalie listens to. She listens to this terrible music, and if we're driving in her car, I have to listen to what she wants to listen to, because apparently I listen to the same shit all the time. <laughs> uh, okay. Next up is called "Bad and Was That Bougie," Migos, featuring. Oh, here he comes again, Lil Uzi Vert. Wow, he's been busy, Lil Uzi. Migos. Makes me think of my grandpa. Migos! Migos, get off the grass! I just watered it, Migos! Okay, this is Migos featuring Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah. Raindrop, drop top, drop top, smoking no cooking the hot box. Cookie, fucking on your bitch, yeah, that, that, that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot, pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. Hey. I don't try nobody to grit the trick. Nobody call up the gang and they come and get gang. Grab me a river, give you a tissue. Oh, I hate that one out of all of them the most. I think my ears are bleeding. <laughs> you know what? If, uh, if you're one of those people, Alive these days with terrible taste in music, like most people. You're probably like, oh my god, you're so dramatic. That's actually really great music. You just don't get it. Maybe you should expand your taste. Uh, maybe it's you that doesn't get it. Okay, sweetheart. James, why are you implying that it's a woman? I just said sweetheart. That could mean a guy. All right, just take it easy there. Next up is humble oh i hope you are humble i hope the song sounds humble okay kendrick lamar heard the name before but i couldn't name one song oh i got one humble check it out Is it just me? Am I the only one that feels like I'm getting dumber listening to this kind of music? I feel like my IQ is dropping ever so subtly with every... All right, Bruno Mars. Help us out. Bring us back. That's what I like by Bruno Mars. I don't know this song. Probably. I think I like Bruno Mars. <laughs> and by like him, I mean his Super Bowl performance is pretty cool that one year. Here we go. You 
Lucky for you, that's what I like. That's what I like. Lucky for you, that's what I like. That's what I like. No, I don't like it. Uh, you know, I don't like that stupid drum. They use the same sounding drum in all these dumb hip hop songs. You know what I'm talking about. You just heard it. That tinny, hollow sounding drum. Yeah. Every time I hear that, I'm like, okay, I'm already out. I've heard enough. And uh, here's number two. Oh, I bet you know this one because everyone does. I want the carnitas burrito. Come on and give it to me, mijo. Jingalitos. Yep. That one actually, you can't deny that it's catchy. It's probably the most catchy song on the whole list thus far. Do I like it? I don't mind it. It's probably the only one that I don't mind. You know? Will I purposely play it? No. When Natalie has it playing in the car for the 18th time. Does it bother me? Slightly, but I still won't lose my shit. <laughs> because it's got a melody to it, you know? As opposed to the rest of these fucking songs. Uh, let's see. Last one, the number one song of 2017. Do you know what it is? Do you have any idea? It's, uh, it's a mystical creature with glasses and red hair. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. Dude, is anyone buying that he's sexy? Like he's... <laughs> can you picture him? Do you hear what he said? I'm in love with the shape of you. Push and pull like a magnet. Do you, does anyone picture this ugly ginger troll looking guy having uh, sexy times with a girl and being all intimate? Picture that right now. I hope all of you can picture it right now. Think about it. I don't know if you guys have mentioned me uh, say this before, but a nice um, activity, an exercise, if you will, is seeing someone that you hate at work, at school, at the store, whatever. Maybe it's a family member. Picture them having sex. All right? Just picture what it must be like, the faces they'd make. You know, what would be their position of choice? Picture all that. It is hours of entertainment. <laughs> all right and that was the music thank god that's over all right and as always we finished up the year in review by uh covering something very depressing all the people that died so let's go ahead and scroll through it says up here gone but not forgotten i bet you a lot of these are, are forgotten like uh who is paul gobble see no one knows who that is <laughs> that's fucked up sorry paul uh, let's start scrolling down the list here to see anyone that I recognize, which means they're popular and famous. 
Because if I don't recognize you, Tommy Alsup, then uh, you don't matter, it turns out. Toured with Buddy Holly and Richie Valens and the Big Bopper. I wonder if he was, if he died in the same plane crash. Oh, no, I guess he died. <laughs> Fucking moron. <laughs> I'm going through the list of people that died this year, and I fucking ask if he died with Richie Valens. God damn. There you go, everybody. That just goes to show you who you're dealing with here. Hey, you're listening. So you're, uh, you're enabling. All right. Uh, let's keep going down the list. Let's see. Dee, 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 dee. Uh, wow. So far, I don't recognize any of these names. Uh, Miguel Ferrer, Ferrer. I know him. I think he was on. Oh, it says here NCIS LA. That doesn't matter. He's always going to be Bob Morton from Robocop. It even says that on this fucking. That's what he's remembered as. Sort of embarrassing, but also I'll never forget that motherfucker in that movie. I had to kill Bob Morton because he made a mistake. And now it's time to erase that mistake. Do you guys, have you ever seen RoboCop? If you haven't, you're really doing yourself a disservice. That is a fucking amazing movie. As a kid, I watched it over and over again. Yes, my parents were terrible. But were they really? They allowed me to watch such a great movie. And I suggest... You keep Miguel Ferrer's legend alive and show your young children the violent movie RoboCop. Uh, yeah, you can't beat the original one. The rest are kind of wacky, but uh, that first one is pretty damn solid. All right, let's keep moving down the list. Uh, John Hurt. That guy was in a bunch of shit. He was uh, 77 years old. Yep. Well, uh, he's dead. Mary Tyler Moore. I think she was on a show. Let's see. What show was she on? Oh, yeah. The Mary Tyler Moore Show. <laughs> Aged 80. That's right. I guess she's Mary Tyler. No more. <laughs> Very tasteful, James. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right. Let's keep uh, scrolling down the list. Uh, okay, no one else of any importance in that month okay, on to February. Let's see. Yeah, don't recognize anyone so far. Uh, Bill Paxton. That's right. Uh, I will always remember Bill Paxton as well, he was a uh, okay. Three three roles really stand out in my head. Well, actually, yeah, Twister. You can't forget Twister. Tombstone. He was the brother that was playing pool. I won't tell you what happens next. Uh, the other one I remember the most, though, well, he was in Titanic, like a hippie fucking weirdo. <laughs> but the one that really stands out for me is True Lies. That's right. He's that weird-ass salesman. He's talking about uh, cheating on some woman with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's like, yeah, she got an ass like a 10-year-old boy and a set of titties. Making cry for buttermilk. And then he backhands him in the nose and breaks his face. Oh, my God. Always makes me smile. Poor Bill Paxton. But uh, he will be missed. Uh, next up, let's see. Into March. Uh, nope. Nobody of any importance. I'm just scrolling along. All right, here we go. Chuck Berry. That's right. He did that uh, Johnny B. Good song. Chuck Berry. And he also had that song that was on Pulp Fiction for all you youngsters that don't know what's going on. You know that dancing scene with Travolta and Uma Thurman? 
It was a teenage wedding in the old folks' wisdom. Well, mademoiselle. Yeah. But he's most famous for the, uh, there was a scene in Back to the Future where Marty McFly was playing the guitar all crazy, that 50s uh, um, enchantment under the sea dance. And then uh, the dude's cousin calls him. He goes, hey, Chuck, it's your cousin. Melvin Barry, or whatever his name was. And he's like, remember that new sound you wanted? Well, check this out. <laughs> Dude was a fucking legend in music, and I just talked about them using his song in Pulp Fiction and him being inspired by Marty McFly. Wow. If uh, you can disrespect someone else that passed away, a legend, uh, I sure haven't seen it. Well, he's dead. 90 years old. I heard that guy was a... Uh, Used to like piss on women or something like that. I mean, literally used to piss on them. Is that right? <laughs> Allegedly. I don't know. All right, let's start scrolling down. Wow, I really shit on his legacy, huh? <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, let's see. Mm, no one else of any importance. Let's go on to April. Uh-oh. Now, this is, uh, this, is, this is part of the danger lore. Don Rickles. That's right legendary comedian Don Rickles. Uh, we came up with a term a long time ago called Rickled. It's when he talks shit about someone in a loving way. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, this guy was fucking, you know, he's Mr. Potato Head on Toy Story. That's where you know him from. <laughs> the guy used to roast uh, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin, all the, all the legends. Come on, dude. Don fucking Rickles. The master. Uh, yeah. 90 years old. Sad to see him go. Uh, okay, let's go right down the list. Anyone else? Ah, uh, Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. Uh, by all accounts, great fucking storyteller. Cool dude to hang out with. Um, you know, those videos are fucking famous as hell from Chappelle's show. <laughs> Charlie fucking Murphy. 57 years old. Uh, let's see. Going down the list. Cuba Gooding. Oh, okay. Senior. Okay, no one cares about him. Junior is the real famous one. Oh, Powers Booth. Another tombstone guy. Well, bye. Come on, dude. Uh, Curly Bill. Fucking dude. He, if you've seen this guy, you would know he was in everything. Powers Booth, 68 years old. He died in his sleep. Well, you can't beat that. Uh, uh-oh. Here comes another legend. Chris Cornell. Fucking guy. 52 years old. It says here, possible suicide. Well, we all know what happened there. I think he's one of these other guys that uh, was uh, choking himself while getting off. Allegedly. What a way to go, huh? You know what? I think if I find someone that killed himself, like a family or a friend, actually, if like I ever found Leto, if he killed himself, he just got really depressed and he just like, you know what? Decided to take it all, end it all. I would position himself to look like he was jerking off and choking himself with a belt. <laughs> Is that something you go to jail for? If someone killed himself and you just like position their body to look like they actually were jerking off on the way out just so they'd be embarrassed forever? I don't think it's illegal. I mean, they're already dead. Tampering with evidence? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Next down the list. 
Roger Moore, James Bond, the one that no one cares about. All right, down the list some more. Uh, Roger Moore was 89, by the way. Cancer. Hmm. I wonder if his cancer was shaken, not stirred. Yeah, that was fucking lousy. That didn't even make any sense. Uh, let's go down the list here. Let's see. Greg Almond. Almond? Almond Brothers Band. I think he was famous. Had a lot of hits. He was 69 years old. Liver cancer. All right. Let's go into June. Peter Salas? That sounds familiar. 96. Well, he's dead. Uh, let's see. Keep going down the list. Adam West. Adam West. Adam West. Adam fucking West. Batman. Batman himself. Age 88. Leukemia. I just saw Adam West last year, I believe, at that Stan Lee's Comic-Con or Kamikaze, whatever the hell it was called. I actually won a ticket to see the podcast Fat Man on Batman with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman and uh, Adam West and Burt Ward, who plays Robin, were on that panel. And that dude was still fucking going strong. He had a, he had a, a cane with him. He had like a foot injury, but he was still witty as hell, still sharp. Um, goddamn shame. He's fucking Batman, dude. I will not make any puns or terrible jokes about that man. He is a universal treasure. The Bright Knight. All right, uh, scrolling down the list. Let's see, anyone else? Okay, a whole lot of nobodies. Let's see. Oh, Martin Landau. He was someone. Old school dude. I think he was in the Pinocchio movie. <laughs> oh, Christ. 89? Well, he's dead. Uh, George A. Romero, Mr. Zombie. Actually, I don't think they... They didn't call him zombies, huh? The Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, he was a uh, a legend in horror, George A. Romero. Okay, scrolling down the list, Romero was seventy-seven years old. Uh, let's see, Chester Bennington. That one we never saw coming, huh? Forty-one, hung himself. Whew! Lincoln Park singer. Yeah, that one was that one was kind of shocking to find out. I was camping when that when I found out about that. Was that Manfest? Uh, who cares? So yeah, he's uh he was forty one, left behind some little kids. That's just a tragic one. Nobody saw it coming. All right, uh, next up, John Hurd. Oh shit, he died. The father of Home Alone. He was 72? Holy shit. Complications from back surgery. Well, that you know what? He get that's what he gets for leaving his young boy all alone at home twice. Irresponsible fucking guy. All right, uh, let's go down the list. Glenn Campbell. Oh man, this one kind of fuck. This one hurt me. Wait a minute. No, that's not him. <laughs> the hell is Glenn Campbell? 
Yeah. Well, the ironic thing is he died of Alzheimer's and I forgot who he was. Uh, I was thinking it was uh, Glenn Fry from the Eagles. That was last year, wasn't it? Sorry, Glenn Campbell. You were 81. 21 Grammys. Oh, no. Nominated for 21. Won 10. So you had your time in, this, in the sun. By the time I get to Phoenix was the name of one of his songs. I don't know who that is, but I think I remember that hearing that name. All right. Let's keep going. No one else is uh, standing out to me. Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis, the telethon guy. The That guy. He always annoyed the fuck out of me. I didn't think he was funny. And by all accounts, he was a dick. So, uh, yeah, he's dead. All right, let's start moving along. Age 91, by the way. Some would say he lived a little too long. <laughs> That's fucked up. No, yeah, people said he was a dick, but he inspired a lot of people. Uh, September. Let's see. Uh, no one of any importance. Nope. Oh, there's one. Hugh Hefner, 91 years old. Little magazine called Playboy. That's right. Changed the world, that one. Um, by all accounts, a weirdo. <laughs> Damn, that guy had a lot of sex with a lot of women. Uh, next up, October, the best month. Ah, uh, Tom Petty. God damn it. That one, that one was kind of fucked up because, uh, you know, 66, sudden heart attack. Yeah, fucking legend. Not the legend we lost in music. Christ, dude. Uh, Harvey, uh, no, Ralphie May, stand-up comedian. He made seven comedy albums, um, 45 years old. That dude was a big fat guy. Had a heart attack. I guess everyone saw it coming. Well, he's dead. Uh, fats Domino. Speaking of fats, oh, that's poor taste. Ain't that a shame? Oh. Is that how that song goes? I found my thrill on Blueberry Hill. 65 million records. Holy shit. 89 years old. Well, that ain't no shame. <laughs> oh, God. All right. On to November. Almost done. Sorry, people. I know this one's dragging. Uh, going down the list, David Cassidy. Oh, my God. David Cassidy was so dreamy. I didn't see it. Uh, 67 years old. Early onset dementia. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, he had his time. I'm sure he banged a lot of chicks. So, you know what? I don't feel too bad about that. If you bang a whole lot of chicks and you live to be in your 60s, I think you had a good run. I'm not going to feel bad for you. Uh, I'm, I'm only 34 and I haven't banged a whole lot of chicks. So maybe you should feel sorry for me when I die. Uh, let's see. Oh, but there's still time. Still time. December. Nope. No one so far. <laughs> God, I'm such a piece of shit. Yep, that's it. All right, no one else matters. So those are your deaths. Oh, man. Well, they're dead. All right. And that was the year, year in review. review. <laughs> All right. We start closing the show out, and we always do that with two segments. The first one being a little lighthearted, a little full of joy and happiness. That's right. A little something I like to call. I fancy that. It's beautiful, 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 
It's wonderful. It's... I fancy that. All right, I fancy that is a segment in which I talk about something that I fancy. Something positive for once. Uh, yeah, let's turn this whole ship around. <laughs> I fancy... It's very hard to get good customer service these days. I think you would all agree. It turns out that Amazon has fantastic customer service. I do quite a bit of shopping on Amazon. If I have to get anything, I'm probably doing it on Amazon because I don't like being around people or driving and fighting traffic, wasting a whole bunch of time. Plus, you save money. (laughs) I'm sure you all know that. I mean, it is 2018 after all. The future! Okay, so I got all my Christmas shopping done on Amazon.com. I happened to get the wife a black pearl necklace. Pearl necklace, James? Uh, Not that kind. Just a single pearl. Tahitian black pearl. I got her one years ago, and she fucking lost it. Can you believe that? It was a real nice one, too. I'm talking very classy. So one day, one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport, because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, and negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day, we were going to go out somewhere fancy and dress up real nice. And I go, hey... Why don't you wear the black pearl I got you? I haven't seen you wear that in quite some time. Oh, I can't find it. And my fucking heart sunk. That was the sound of my heart sinking. Uh, Yeah, dude, she fucking lost it. I couldn't believe it. So then, you know, this was like a, like a year or two ago when I found out. So this year, or uh, months ago, for some other occasion, I think it might have been anniversary or some nonsense. He's like, maybe you should, maybe you can get me a per, a black pearl necklace. And I'm like, yeah, fucking right. I spent some money on the last one that was real nice and class, classy, which I mentioned a little bit ago. And you lost it. There's no way in hell I'm getting you another one. That's it. That ship has sailed. And so, uh, you know, here comes Christmas. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, what do I get this woman? So I found one, and uh, it was pretty decent. Not too bad. I normally don't advocate buying uh, jewelry uh, online, but, you know, Amazon's got that great return policy. So it comes, and I see it. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's, okay, if you have a real pearl, it's got a, uh, what do you call that? Uh, like subtle defects. So it's not a perfect ball. Like It'll have like a little... Like, it looks like a little, someone poked it, okay? Um, That's from being in the clam, I guess. But this fucking thing, whoever made the necklace made the defect in the front. (laughs) Instead of turning the pearl around so that when you're wearing it, the defect is hidden in the back, it's totally in the front and obvious. I'm like, God damn it. But I had no time to send it back for another one. Anyway, so long story longer. She gets it for Christmas, and she likes it, but, you know, the defect, of course. So I send it back. Now, I sent it back, like, the 28th of December, right? You have to print the return label. I use the same box, the whole deal. And she was going to leave. And I go, hey, uh, do you think you can drop this off? 
at this. There's this UPS uh, drop-off center down the street. And then she's like, okay. And she starts walking out. And, and there happens to be a UPS driver that walks up and he's delivering a package to her that she ordered, right? And she's like, I didn't hear this or see this. And she goes, do you by chance take packages? Like, do you take them with you? And he's like, yeah, I can do that. Oh, great. Okay. And so she hands him the package. He scans it. All right. Yep. You know, have a good day. And he leaves. And then uh, she comes in. Oh, he wound up taking it. I was like, really? That's cool. That saves you a, you know, a trip of going to the store or that little drop-off center. And then later on, I realized, oh, fuck. It wasn't supposed to go with UPS. It was supposed to go U.S. Postal Service. It said to return it that way because a couple days later, I was like, I didn't, I never got any info on that on that uh, package. And I look it up, and yeah, it says USPS, not UPS. I'm like, oh, shit. But the guy took it anyway and scanned it. And so she's like, well, it'll probably take a couple days to process because it's the holidays. I was like, yeah, you're right. So come two days ago, it's been like, uh, what, two weeks? Let's see. Let me do the, let me do the uh, research here. Yeah, about two weeks. And I haven't got any word. And I was like, oh, Christ. So I know this is the whole long setup. But listen to this. I got uh, no email, nothing. I, tr- I try to do the tracking. It has zero information. Uh, so I call instead of emailing. Because I usually email them. But this time I'm like, you know what? There's too much of a long story here. I'm just going to call. So I call. The woman answers the phone. Or uh, I look up, you know, contact us. And it says customer service. And it, t- it says, oh, put in your phone number and we'll call you immediately. And I was like, all right. I put my phone number in. I click call me. Within like 10 seconds, I'm getting a phone call. I was like, holy shit. And I answer it. Please hold for the next Amazon associate. Within like five seconds, someone was on the phone. That fast. I was like, this is fucking fantastic. But it gets better, everybody. So I'm talking to this Asian chick. Super nice. She's asking me what's going on. I try to explain it as complicated as I can. (laughs) And afterwards, I can tell she's confused. And I go, does that make any sense? Uh, Hold on, please. And she puts me on hold. I'm on hold for like 30 seconds. She comes back. Okay, let me see about uh, getting you a refund. Please hold, okay? I was like, all right. Comes back in 30 more seconds. Okay, your refund has been issued. I was like, holy shit. No questions asked. I don't know why. I told her my story. They have no... (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, they have no way to to track this thing. Like, I could have just... I could have just sent them an empty box and the guy could have scanned it and uh, I could have the necklace still, but uh, <laughs> but I'm honest, I guess. And yeah, dude, they, I've already got the money back. Can you believe that? Fucking incredible. Unheard of. So Amazon's customer service. I fancy that. Oh, one more thing. Speaking of Amazon, I bought a Christmas sweater. It was a pretty nice one. A knit, a knit sweater, real fancy looking, all black, and it had, uh, of course, <laughs> who buys a Christmas sweater all black, right? Except me. Um, and it had Santa Claus and with a bright red, and he's sitting on top of a chimney, taking his shit down the chimney. Beautiful. And he's smoking a pipe, and the pipe, the smoke of the pipe is white, and it says Merry Christmas across the, the chest. Fucking great. 
it screams James, all right? And so I wore it for like two, two or three Christmas, <clears throat> Christmas parties. Then I sent it back and returned it. Got a full refund. <laughs> I fancy that. So taking advantage of return policies, <laughs> buying a product, using it, and returning it for full refund, and Amazon's amazing customer service. Both those things. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. All right. The fuck you moment. This is where we turn things upside down, everybody. We get negative. <laughs> this is a segment in which it's, you know, it's the opposite of I fancy that. It's a segment in which I can yell, complain, scream, whine, jump up and down and bitch and moan about something that really bothers me, which is a lot of stuff. Uh, except, you know what? I don't really have too many negative things on my list. I actually don't even have a list. Here's the, here's the thing that I thought about uh, that popped in my head right now. You know what I want to say? I want to say fuck you to James Franco. That's right. He did something that kind of bothered me. I don't really give a shit, but I need something to say I, <laughs> fuck you to. So fuck you, James Franco. This guy made that movie. Uh, what the hell is it called? The something artist. The disaster artist. So he just made this movie about... This guy who, <laughs> it's really weird. He made a movie portraying a guy that did his own indie movie called, I think, The Room. I've never seen it, but it's supposed to be so fucking terrible that it's amazing. Uh, but yeah, that dude made it himself and, you know, wrote it, directed it, starred in it. And then he had a billboard in Hollywood with his photo on it, with his own phone number. It became like a cult thing. So James Franco made a movie about that guy, right? So James Franco wins the Golden Globe for Best Actor for this movie. And he goes up there to give his speech. And he calls the dude who made the movie they based this movie on, named Tommy Wiseau or something. He's like, Tommy, come up here. And this guy's like a real weird dude with long hair and glasses. He's walking up there. And uh, he starts giving his little speech. And he's talking about that the guy... Um, said he would never be invited to the Golden Globes or he, you know, so he, what was it? He'll never, like he would never get on the Golden Globes or some shit. So he'll make a movie and that'll get him on the Golden Globes. Some dumb shit like that. Anyway, so he's never going to make it, right? He's kind of like a joke, this guy, this guy, Tommy. So because of James Franco shining this light on that movie by making this movie, this guy has like notoriety and fame now. All right, and he's made it to the Golden Globes. James Franco calls him up on the stage. <laughs> he walks all the way up there from the back of the room. The dude was about to say something into the microphone, and James Franco fucking pushes him away. He goes, no, 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 and doesn't let him say a word. <laughs> oh, fuck. It was such a dick move. Like, you just made it a point to say that this guy would never make it on the Golden Globes. And he was determined to do it. And, you know, you called him up here. At least let him say something. You know? I guess the guy's kind of a weirdo. Maybe he would have went off the rails. But at least give him... 
least let him say like two words. At least thank you, you know? I just thought it was, I, when I watched it, I'm like, what a dick. And then, of course, he soaked up all the attention. Yeah, I want to thank so-and-so. It's like, dick, if it wasn't for this guy, you wouldn't even have a movie. <laughs> you won the award portraying this guy. <laughs> then you call him up and you embarrass him in front of everybody. Oh, man, I couldn't believe that shit. I don't know. Maybe I should watch these movies and maybe the guy's like a complete fucking wreck and uh, doesn't deserve to have the microphone. But I don't know. Just from what I saw, it's like, come on, man. Give the dude something. Anyway. Yeah, that's it. I know it's weak. That's all I got. I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyway, James Franco. Hey. Fuck you. All right, that's going to do it. Boy, this one went kind of ups and downsies, huh? (laughs) Well, goodbye, 2017. It was nice knowing you. Actually, I was thinking about this uh, last night because I had to stop recording the show last night because the wife and kids came home unexpectedly while I was being a weirdo in this room. Uh, I don't like to do it when they're around. I get get too self-conscious. I was thinking last night while I was in the shower gently scrubbing myself um (laughs) if you want to think about your life in different years like all right how was 2017 overall you know what 2017 was pretty fucking good it was good to me i hiked to the top of like every socal mountain i got in the best shape of my life and then uh i reached the summit of mount whitney Went to Kauai and uh, hiked to that whole trail, the Kalalau Trail. That was pretty fucking crazy. A lot of cool stuff this year. Went to all kinds of uh, national parks. Uh, Yeah, I mean, good stuff. So 2017 was good. Let's keep this shit rolling, shall we? Let's keep the party times going. All right. uh, Happy 2018 to all of you. Let's hold hands and embrace change. Let's uh, look towards the horizon at the dawn of a new era. And bow down before your new female overlords. They are your new supreme leaders. And if you fail to submit, you will be taken out back and castrated. So you too can be an angry, proud, uplifted female. I mean... You go, girls! (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Shut up. And I'll see you next time, everybody. And as always, you take this fantastic advice. Stay dangerous, my friends. (laughs) Later.